there's a real dissonance. There's a real issue when it comes to understanding like money as a finite resource, which is what we see in external reality, which is what we experience in the construct and the truth of what we can create. Right. And so. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Divergent Evolution Podcast. Today we are on episode seven and we are going to be talking about wild money. So if you're new to the Divergent Evolution Podcast, um, what you should know and what we're talking about is that we are on a mission to have the biggest conversation we can about our potential for conscious evolution. So inside of this podcast, I sometimes share my own thoughts and ideas. Sometimes I interview people, but we're always on the topic of self-leadership, spirituality, lifestyle, and diverging from the norm. So I'm your host, Tia Marie, author, educator, and founder of Sanatia, and you are invited to listen in as I dig into hyper-focused perspectives on what it means to awaken in the age of information as divergent thinkers and creators. So inside of this episode, um, I'm going to be doing something really special and sharing some content that I created for one of my Facebook groups on the topic of wild money. I have a mastermind called the Wild Money Mastermind, and this is something I believe that is really unique and innovative where I'm sharing different thoughts and um, trainings and tools and ways to essentially completely rewire your relationship with money. And I'm coming at it from a perspective that is to me something completely new. We're looking at um, different ways of <laughs> relationship styles and how they can unravel and unearth like a lot of living wisdom in our lives and a lot of like you know, give us access to a lot of the clues about how we operate without having to dig so, so deep into all of the money belief systems and patterns and, you know, different types of affirmations and practices and things that, you know, don't really work. So there are a couple different ways I have found for us to approach quote unquote money issues that are mainstream. One of them is of course like financial planning and responsibility with money and saving and um you know being smart essentially being smart with money. And then another thing that we have to look at sometimes is how we created the patterns inside of us that we did to begin with around money so that we can start to peel back the layers and unearth where it is that we're stuck if we are stuck so that we can, um, you know, experience something new. And so wild money really is about like, how do we expand even further than that <laughs> and learn what it means in our daily lives to cultivate a lifelong um, nurturing, provisional, um, and very like sensual, sensory, um, immersive relationship with money because it's hard to connect with money sometimes. It's like this elusive 
thing that is um it's out there we need it we rely on it but on a soul level or maybe even just on a feeling level <laughs> i don't know if there's a lot there unless we choose to take it deeper so i hope you really enjoy this um this masterclass or this training that I shared inside my wild mini group, uh, what you're going to be listening to is day one. When I'm talking about um, delusion with money, I'm talking about uh, different types of money patterns. And I'm explaining in detail, like a wild masculine, wild feminine energy with money and how it relates to like polyamory and open relating. And there's just a lot here that I think you're really going to enjoy. So if you want to learn more about wild money, you can find it on my website at sanatia.com backslash wild money. And I hope you have a great listen. Let's talk about money and delusion. All right. So the truth is, is that it takes a lifetime for you to build a relationship with money. It has taken you a lifetime. It has taken you all the time that you have experienced in your life from birth up until now to build that. And so it is so delusional that we, me, you, coaches, educators, present something (laughs) to us as though these tips and tricks and, you know, aha moments around money are going to change our relationship just like that. And we're going to get a quick fix and a magic pill to change this programming that we've experienced our entire life. Now, when it comes to like spiritual um, learning, I think the reason for that is, is that on on some level, our soul knows that these things are so easy. (laughs) Like my mentor always says to me, money is the easiest energy on the planet. Money is the easiest magic to master. And these, when she would say this to me, it would enrage me. I would be like, really? If that's true, then why am I still stuck in the areas where I'm stuck? And she would say, well, (laughs) you know, that's your deal, of course. But the truth is, on an energetic level, money is the easiest thing to master. And I think on a soul level, we kind of know that. And we also know that about a lot of the struggles and challenges that we, we, we experience in our life. And so part of us does want that magic pill. It would be easier if we could have it. It would be less struggle, less frustration, and we would get the things that we want quickly. But that's not how it actually works with our human. That's not how it actually works with embodiment. That's not how it actually works in the day-to-day life. So a lot of what I see out there, and I've, I've noticed this inside of myself as well, it's not a judgment, is that there's a lot of delusion out there in connection to our relationship with money, in the sense that if we just raise our vibration, if we just raise our prices, if we just start enjoying luxury, if we just become grateful for, you know, money, if we just do X, Y, X, Y, Z, that all of a sudden things are just going to happen 
like that, right? The reason why I love the energy of wild money and the teachings inside of this work is that it's so easy to correlate to relationships, to like romantic partnerships, because the truth is, is it's the same as when it comes to money. Like I said, you've taken a lifetime to build up this programming. Imagine that you spent an entire lifetime or most of your life in abusive relationships with men or women or women and women and men and men doesn't matter. Like imagine you've spent most of your time relating back to someone who is there to provide safety, commitment, partnership, companionship, like someone who's there to do life with you. And you've been in abusive relationships, even in your family environment when you were young. Imagine that. And I say imagine that because I I had spent in, in the past a lot of years in abusive relationships and re- abusive romantic partnerships. And, you know, you get to the point with those things where you're you're like done with them because you're so done. You keep recreating them because that is how your system is coded, even though your desire deep, 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 deep down is to not be in that type of relationship. Of course. Like, who actually wants that? (laughs) It's the same with money, right? Um, I never wanted on any level to be stuck in that type of partnership, yet for some reason, whatever the kink was, whatever the the intimacy level was, whatever my self-worth was, whatever I believed that I could have, whatever I, um, you know was able to communicate, say yes and say no to, was not available for anything outside of that until I, you know, was in it for as long as I could be in it until I could no longer be in it and was willing to do the things that made me extremely uncomfortable, obviously, in order to get out of it, right? So offering the ideology that raising your vibration with money or focusing on gratitude or envisioning yourself in a state of luxury or using rituals or using strategies or becoming more savvy about money, right, will just automatically transform your relationship to it in some ways, We understand that this is correct, right? On a soul level, the the level that knows that we can just have these things. (laughs) But in the other ways, we realize that we've spent an entire lifetime building up this very complex matrix of relating to a similarly provisional partnership. And there's no quick fix to it. There's no quick fix. Like I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to a podcast about financial investing and I was thinking like, I already know this. I've done all these things. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I, you know, gone through, like I'm talking about just like very financial responsibility with money. And I already know these things, right? I remember taking money programs in the past also about gratitude and you know, feeling a certain way about money and raising my vibration about money. And I was thinking, I know this too. I remember thinking about the things that I've taught around money and actually practicing them and embodying them and experiencing a lot of miracles and creating a lot of cash and knowing that when I really focus on it and when I'm really steeped in that energy, I know how to do that too. I know what it feels like to be around big money. And yet still, for some reason, the unique issues that I have 
still persist in my relationship to money, no matter how much I kind of twist and turn um, how I relate to it. And I'm saying like these unique persistent issues. I don't have a money uh, problem. I don't have an issue creating money. I do have an issue after a certain level. I have a comfort zone, but I've never lived in a personal dynamic in my life where I haven't had access to money or I haven't been able to hustle up money or I haven't been able to create money when I really need it. Like I said, I've been able to create a lot of cash in my business when I focus on certain things they work out, but then there are these other patterns that come up. (laughs) Uh, Somebody just said my issue, and I want to stop and read this because this is very similar to something that I've also um, experienced. She said, my challenge has been allowing the cash to land in my body and fully receive the money consistently. And so this was a big thing for me is that I couldn't feel anything when I created the cash. Like I could feel it for half a second or I could feel it for half a day, but it wouldn't land. I couldn't hold it Um, because, you know, like I said, we all have very unique matrixes in our relationship to money it's it's incredibly nuanced this is why the quick pill or the quick fix or the the magic pill um concept around improving ourselves with money is and does and will never ever work there is so much nuance to how we relate to money so that was my issue is that i couldn't feel like the love like the deep love the soul depth the satisfaction the worth the value right because we look at these things like money or um you know cash or you know salaries or you know anything that comes our way and on a soul level i truly believe that we have a hard time substantiating it as wealth like we have a difficult time substantiating it beyond its sort of um, imaginary existence in that on some level we understand and know that it isn't real, right? But yet it has so much power over our lives somehow. And we're trying to do the math on that, right? So there's one energetic field that I have experienced that was able to change this for me. So the field that you can tap into this wild money field that is so transformational because it dresses all the aspects of your inadequacies with money from a frequency of love, right? Because wealth is what we treasure. Wealth is what we treasure. Wealth is not cash. Wealth is not money. It can be but it's not only that. So we have to be able to um, substantiate our relationship in a deeply intimate and connected way with abundance, resource, cash, all the things, right? Um, It fast tracks, the wild money vibe fast tracks our relationship to cultivating a deep depth (laughs) of internal richness. And it also brings up like all your daddy issues with money, right? Because we have massive daddy issues with money. Like it is the great enforcer. It is the like (laughs) boss in our lives that we didn't ask for, quote unquote, right? 
Money is the great provider. We fight against this. We are rebellious against it. We want to demonize it as having a position in our lives. And we think by ignoring it on some level or being rebellious against it on some level that we're going to start experiencing something new, right? (laughs) We think if we just kind of like accept the aspects of it that we enjoy and ignore the aspects of it that we don't want the rules pushed and forced on us, that somehow it's going to change its relationship with us. But that's not how it works. So there is this like rebellious adolescent daddy issue going on with money. And it doesn't matter if you're male or female. The, the the wild mask energy and the wild feminine energy holds true, rings true in this relationship with money. Um, and I'll explain more about that as I uh, move through this uh, event, but it is still there, right? It's still there. So let's talk about lack mindset. I started out by talking about money and delusion and I shared what (laughs) I shared about daddy issues. I shared about, you know, quick fixes, magic pills, but we're going to talk about lack mindset a little bit. So if there's only so much to go around and this is the belief, right? I will not be okay. If there's only so much to go around period, at some point I will never be okay. And my life is going to be enslaved by my pursuance of trying to extract enough for me. There's a real dissonance. There's a real issue when it comes to understanding like money as a finite resource, which is what we see in external reality, which is what we experience in the construct and the truth of what we can create. Right. And so on some level, like we just want to have more than enough so that we can you know, get rid of that stress. Most of us want to just have more than enough because we don't want to deal with the pressure. It's not really for many, many people uh, about luxury or decadence or like, you know, debauchery or just like pushing the realm so hard and so so fast that we just want to consume everything around us. Most of us are good people with good intentions that want to do things in this world to enhance and, you know, bring beauty to humanity. It's not coming from a perspective of like, you know, I want more than my quote unquote fair share. We just want to release ourselves from like the feeling of being enslaved by it. And like I said, you know, if it determines, quote unquote, like what is possible for you inside the game of life or inside this program, and on a soul level, you see no inherent value in it, right? You can't feel anything. There's no physical connection. There's no emotion. There's a belief that like money is corrupt. It is false, fake, meaningless construct, Like, how can you find value in that as a resource on a soul level when it's not genuine? It's not true in you. It doesn't compel you. It doesn't guide you. It doesn't motivate you. And so what are you motivated by most of the time? You're motivated by suffering. You're motivated by lack. You're motivated by urgency. Sometimes we're motivated by a desire for a lifestyle, by a desire for something bigger and better. Maybe we're motivated to leave behind a legacy. We want to create more for our children, right? Yes, we want freedom. 
But that um, polar experience of freedom and survival is so strong in relationship to money that that nuance that we play out is really present. Someone said it feels so good circulating large amounts, yet there's still a rewiring of there's never enough, right? And that is because the way that we relate to it from a perspective of an external resource is um, really prevalent in our system. So, you know, there's once you get to a certain level, there's a lot of accusations that happen. (laughs) There's a lot of assumptions. There's a lot of like fear. There's a fear of high money high levels of money receiving and the option or the reality of greed, right? We see examples of this in external constructs and we want to protect ourselves about, you know, from like the empty void, I believe on some level. So the truth is, is that even humans who have a lot of money, the same as humans who overindulge in sex, Eventually, they become desensitized, right? Over time, the more and more they get, the more and more they engage. Or maybe it's always been that way for people who grew up with a lot of money. But it's never the issue that they have a lack of options available to them. But rather, a lack of feeling and connection. No intimacy, no depth, no actual impact, no soul connection. So it's kind of the same, right? There is a feeling of like numb internal deadness (laughs) that happens on either end, I believe. And so it ends up being just as painful, just as limiting and just as destructive to the system as, you know, having too much and having too little when we don't know how to relate to it from the, the right perspective. Why sex sells? And I'll get back to some of these questions when I'm done with this last piece. And this will kind of like really land for you in that connection to the energetics behind it and also how it's related to physical romantic partnerships. (laughs) At the most basic level of our existence, we exist as divine sex. The soul and the human join together to create physical life. This is pure Tantra. This is like the divine love affair. And everything that we create and everything that is created is a fractal, right, of life sparked from this energy. So we're here on earth. We're here in physical beingness. And everything that is here is sparked from this divine sex. So why does sex sell? Sex sells because its relationship to cash and money is like a one-on-one vibration. It's the same. It's the same exact vibe because we are that fractal, because we are primally drawn to this. So it's like if money spoke a language, the language that it would speak on a very ancient level would be that of sex. We created it. We desire it. It gives life, it creates life, and we've given the power of God on earth to it, right? That was, that's how we perceive it. That's our choice. So just as like we have as humans, 
biologically the power of God, quote unquote, to create life on earth through sex, it's the same. It's that one-on-one, right? It's simple. It's magnetic. It pulls on our animal instincts. It sustains the families that we create. It gives us opportunities to experience freedom, to, you know, cultivate, grow, and it des- it defines our lived experience, unfortunately, on some levels. Um, it defines our worth system. It defines our value systems, but it's merely just a neutral tool. And in the t- context of wild money and the things that I'm going to be sharing, I, um, from a masculine and feminine level of relation, I don't care about the strict rules or definitions around this energy. It does not matter to me if you identify with one or the other. I don't care if you are obsessed about being more masculine or more feminine, or I don't care if you um, are really, really steeped into your identity as one or the other. Um, because if you think that it's going to deliver an experience that you desire by trying to embody one or the other and being extremely, um, you know, defined by that, I don't give a shit about it. That's a manipulation. There's a big difference between understanding the energetics of something so that you can use it for yourself, so that you can use it for mastery, so that you can use it to understand the templates underneath something, and then like posturing or manipulating or acting as such or behaving in a disingenuine way so that you can manipulate the behavior of others. And a lot of money programs out there do that right? They teach you to act a certain way (laughs) because you want to be open and receive money and money is quote unquote masculine and you're quote unquote feminine, or maybe you don't buy into that or maybe blah, blah, blah. Like none of that fucking matters to me because the truth is on a very basic level, I don't care about anything that boxes me in. I don't care about or invest in that energy at all. Um, I don't put my self-awareness in it. I don't believe that I have to run a feminine business. I don't believe that I need to run a masculine business, but I can look at both of those things and look at like, well, how do they operate? Where do I fit in? Right? Like what lights me up? What gets me excited? What gets me juiced? Right? So what I care about is understanding that I always have awareness and choice. Awareness and choice are the two pillars of power and creation that live inside of you as that divine love affair. I care about understanding the nuance of how I choose to operate on that polar scale, right? Um, and, And what I can pay attention to that is in me and what is undeniably true. So there's a function and a fundamental difference between masculine and feminine energy and how they complement each other inside of that dance, inside of that divine love affair. It doesn't matter um, whether you are more of one or the other. What matters is that you understand how to flow with that, how to dance with that, how to be a part of it at any moment, because you can see what's happening in reality around you. You can see what's happening as examples in your life field and understand how it operates and and what you want to do with it. So in the realm of wild money, I am defining and interested in high injection 
high potency, high provisional, wild masculine energy. The pure creation energy of like that proverbial big dick that loves to spread his seed warrior style living for high level legacy, high level provision, physical enjoyment, play, confidence, and opportunity, feral, wild, raw, high level aptitude. That's what I'm interested in wild masculine uh, energy. That's it. In the realm of wild money, I'm defining and interested in graceful receiving self confidence, the ease of luxury and experience, profound respect and gratitude for money, alchemy, the ability to transform and make magic of what I have now, while holding a vision with intention for what I want more of. That's the feminine, wild feminine energy for me in the realm of wild money. That is pure creation energy. Abundance of potential right? High fertility, abundance of potential and opportunity as the feminine state of beauty, grace, and power. Unwavering self-belief in the form of worth, value, right? That's what I'm talking about. So it is not about, um, you know, trying to manipulate or twist or contort yourself into playing a role, in order to change your relationship with money. Uh, The wild money vibe really is about looking at the raw uh, aptitude, adeptness, (laughs) relationship to what money serves in our lives and answering that question of like, well, how do we embody this? How do we actually embody this? How do we live this in our day-to-day lives? How can we kind of fast track our ability to see into those patterns and to see into these like pure high vibrational energies that are just true and there when it comes to um, money and how we relate to it. So to summarize, (laughs) here's the deal. There is no quick fix when it comes to changing your relationship to money. If somebody is telling you that there is, they're lying. But there is a way to adjust your perspective and tune into energetics and high vibrational um, like concepts when it comes to money so that you can create an environment for like grace. You can create an environment of trust. You can create an environment of intimacy, um, of like clarity where you're not confused and looping in the same patterns over and over and you actually have like somebody who's on your team and when I say somebody who's on your team I'm actually talking about like money being there for you right like really changing that demonization and turning it into a teacher and respecting it and learning how to like sink deeply into the energies there that are available to you that already hold you that already provide for you. It's already there. It might already be there in a way that you're not super loving it right now, but guess what? It is showing up for you on some level. And we already know that like that nagging feminine energy, that, um, that, you know, partner that can never, ever say thank you, that it's never enough 
how are you going to perform for that person? Don't you get so tired of it? I was in a relationship like that. Like there's just so much here. There's so much here. I find this field, the wild money field to be so fun, exciting. Um, it's just such a, a enjoyable perception and way of looking at my enhancing my relationship to money. And I'm just really excited to share it with you. So that concludes today's topics inside of the wild money uh, free event. I talked about money and delusion. I talked about, uh, you know, why sex sells. And I talked about the lack mindset. Tomorrow, I'm going to spill all the tea and talk about my adventures in polyamory and open relating and ethical non-monogamy and <laughs> dating and loving and learning to be okay with a wild masculine energy. And I'm going to talk about what that taught me about money. So if you want to join me tomorrow to kind of gossip and deep dish about these things, I'd love to have you back here. I will be back here at 2 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time tomorrow. You'll get an email reminder. And yeah, so Wild Money Mastermind, the deep, rich um, group, is going to start May 22nd. It's going to be a three-month mastermind where we explore a lot of different concepts and talk topics around this. Um, it is going to give you an absolutely transformational formula for how you relate to shift and engage in a life long committed relationship with money in the way that money shows up for you just how you like it. <laughs> like the best partner that you ever had, the hottest partner, the, you know, the, the warrior partner, the hot guy, whatever it is that you imagine, that's how you're going to build a new relationship with wealth and money in your life. You're going to get to the point where you treasure this energy so much. Like it's just so provisional. It's so juicy. It's so beautiful. It's like, you know, kissing <laughs> like the softest face while you get like little head kisses and hugs and, you know, all the little um, pats on the back and everything that you need right? Like the man or the woman who shows up for you, the partner who shows up for you in the dreamiest ways. This is where you're going to go with wild money. And so I have a link that I'm going to put in the comments for the sales page, and I'm sharing a 50% off invitation to anyone who wants to jump the gun and join just because I love the energy of like the quick draw. <laughs> I love launching like raw offers and offers where I'm like, hey, I don't know the dates yet, but if you want to come along, here's the vibe, join me. And I've been playing with how I do this in my business for the past, you know, six months or so. And what I really like and have fun with is like people who are ready to say yes, I'll give you like a crazy big discount for like 24 hours. And also I've been creating like offers and programs that are you, not so expensive that you can't get through the door because I'm not super into that either. So even though this is a three-month program, the full pay is like $1,111. And you can have 50% off of that if you join before the coupon code 
um, disappears. <laughs> I also have an offer for VIP, um, a VIP upgrade where you get three unconventional one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions with me. Again, like I said, I've been really like condensing and distilling and refining and innovating with all of my work and offers in the past six months. And I've come to the place where I understand and realize that like people don't need to have a lot of sessions with me to, to get a lot out of it. Not only do people not need to have a lot of sessions with me, like I don't actually want them to. I don't like creating codependency in my work. I don't like people having to like feel like there's so much content to consume that they're just like gagging on it or they can't keep up or they don't know how to, uh, you know, like be in it. I don't want people to feel overwhelmed. And this is the type of thing that feels really good for me, right? This is the type of work that supports me. I also understand that at a certain level in people's journeys, and most of the people who come into my world are leaders, they're people who've already done a lot of work. They're not like desperate and in this place where um, they're creating from desperation, right? Yeah, somebody said potency over quantity, totally. And they just don't need like a ton of handholding. I don't want to hold hands. I like working with people who like to take initiative. I like people who are more interested in their own depth and discovering their own power and their own magic and their own wisdom as a lifestyle than being in this position where they're constantly, you know, kind of asking questions because they're unwilling to answer them for themselves. And so what I find works really, really well for people who are, you know, in my world is people who have a, a high level of agency, a high level of like spiritual um, intelligence, and like people who really lead themselves. And that's a super good fit for me. <laughs> and so the one-on-one -on -one upgrade, you know, you get in the mastermind three one-hour sessions with me over the span of three months to kind of like fine-tune and um, adjust. It's adjustments, right? That's what it's about. It's like we have our awareness. We've already gotten the perception. We know what we need. And then we just need a little adjustment, a little tuning from time to time. That's what I need. Like there are times when I see things that are happening in my um, external. I have a lot of internal wisdom and knowledge already. Every once in a while, I just need to reach out and be like, am I seeing this right? Is there another opportunity for me here? Like how can I, how can I turn this up a notch? That's the type of thing that is so valuable, doesn't create codependency, <laughs> and really ignites people where they have the ability to cultivate a, their own sense of like, hey, I can do this, right? I already know what I know. Here's the other thing. And we'll, I'm going to talk about this in the Wild Money uh, Mastermind. I'm just going to do this last bit and then I'm going to get off, is that, you know, alternate realities with money, and there, there are and they are, there are, and they are everywhere, all around you, right? Like threads of possibility, alternate realities with money or any alternate reality happens and we get access to it when we know we are already there. That's how we train the system. There's a lot more nuance to this topic, but I'm just going to leave. That's kind of like a high level teaching. I'm just going to leave it with you here. But if that is also true, then why do you think it's really important that people learn to know that they can access their own wisdom, that you actually create space for people to build their own level of confidence? You know, I think it's really, really important. 
this is something that is important to me and it's something that's important in my work. So, um, you know, if we want to deliver on the goods that uh, we not only want for ourselves, but we really want for our clients, like we have to act as such, right? Like we have to show up for it. And so um, that's just another example of how, you know, really allowing people to develop agency and cultivate an internal sense of confidence, richness, power, empowerment is just so important. You know, life always brings us what we uh, need, desire, have access to so that we can learn from it. It becomes a really powerful conversation when we accept that and, you know, find the right kind of containers to spark new ideas and, you know, get us into the next level. So thank you for being here. So excited about Wild Money. I sat down this morning and like literally wrote for hours and hours about how much I have to say on this particular topic. It's wild. I'm so excited about it. And the mastermind is going to be incredible. So again, I'm going to put the link in the comments if you want to join um, while the 50% off discount code is there, please do. Uh, I'll put the link to uh, the actual disc coupon code in there as well, or not the link, but I'll, I'll put what it is. So see you guys back in here tomorrow where I'm going to be talking and gossiping about all my magical dirty secrets. And, you know, I hope that you join because it's going to be fun. All right. Bye. Pretty eyes, pretty eyes, pretty eyes. What you gon'